Hello, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone. Welcome to today's town hall session with Oran and Dan, organized by B-School. My name is Matomi, and I am the B-School Community Manager for Asia Pacific and Japan. So today, along with me, we have Peter, our CEO from B-School, who's going to help in facilitating the session today. So Peter, would you like to say hello to everyone? Good morning for me, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Thank you, Peter. So, okay, so next we have Oran Soko, as you're aware. He's the Director and General Manager for HP Graphics Industrial Business for Asia Pacific. Hello, Oran. Hi, everyone. Hello from, uh, from Singapore. Uh, glad everyone can join and uh, looking forward. And then, of course, we have Dan Atiu, who currently heads the product and solutions team from Asia Pacific as well. Hello, Dan. Hi, Matomi. Hi, everybody. Um, Dan here from, from Singapore, too, and, uh, and looking forward to, to the next hour. Thank you. Thank you. So just before we begin, um, just some simple notes for everyone. So all attendees will be put on mute uh, throughout the session so that we can have the session flow smoothly but we still want to hear from you. So I see um, several of you have already sent in some messages on the chat box, perfect, that's the right way to go. But if you do have questions or comments um, for the two speakers, Oran and Dan, please use the Q&A function, um, you know, just next to it. And then later on, um, as we progress, like towards the second half of the session, we may also allow people to start raising hands and, you know, voice out their questions verbally. So we'll be recording today's session. So not to worry if you happen to miss the first part, uh, it will still be available to you on thisgroup.com after this. But if we do not um, answer all your questions completely live today, you are still able to send them to me uh, and young at thisgroup.org or hello at thisgroup.org. We'll get them uh, answered and delivered to you in the form of an article after the session. So can I maybe invite Peter to get the flow going? Yep, you can. Thank you, Peter. <laughs> Thank you, Motomi, for the introduction. So, as I said before, good morning, everyone. So, I'm here in beautiful Netherlands um, and uh, very excited to kickstart uh, this very first D-Scoop in HP Town Hall. Um, and uh, it's, it's a great concept. It's an idea that was raised by Oran uh, some weeks ago when we were talking about all the developments that were happening uh, around the globe and specifically in the, in the Asia-Pacific region. Um, uh, we've seen lots of things happen and uh, to kick it off, I'd like to ask Oran, I mean, how has the past few months been for you and your organization? You know, how did you go through this, uh, the last few months? Because it, it all originated uh, back in January. Um, so take it away, Oran. Yeah, thanks. And, and, uh, and thanks, uh, Peter and uh, Motomi, for, for pulling this together uh, from a, sort of a bit of an idea we had after the DSCOOP uh, board uh, a few weeks back. Um, yeah, and uh, I, I mean, I don't have your beautiful tulips uh, background um, as uh, I'm self-isolating here in, uh, in Singapore. But uh, yeah, it's been really an un unprecedented uh, time. Um, you know, we've been uh, in Singapore basically over two months uh, in, in a lockdown uh, situation. And uh, I know it's uh, similar for, you know, many people on the call uh, across Asia and, and across the world. Um, for us, I guess here in Asia, it's been, um, 
it's been a bit more uh, since you know it, it uh, sort of uh, originated uh, from Asia, um, uh, but but now it's definitely a, a worldwide uh, situation that we're seeing here. Um, so yeah, it's been uh, absolutely um, uh, different to anything else we've uh, we've faced uh, before. So I want, uh, yeah. So I want, uh, as as we were also discussing on the uh, on the board meeting, I wanted to maybe cover a couple of uh, topics in that sense uh, around uh, around HP, uh, which which uh, you know I, we saw from from some of the questions that came up uh, from the community. Um, so one is is regarding HP itself, right? So um, obviously HP, like like any other company, like in, in some ways the companies you guys are running. Um, has been impacted uh, by this uh, across every every part of the business, right? Um, uh, from from the way we we run the business to our supply operations uh, to, to to people to our partners relations and so on. Um, HP has I think uh, uh, done a, a massive amount of support uh, over the past uh, few months to try. As much as possible to help. Uh, I think these sort of four quadrants you see here on the screen are are some of the key areas. Uh, one is uh, uh, around the communities. Um, uh, we have uh, with HP we have something which is called an HP Foundation. It's an NGO where where we try to help um, different efforts around the world. So HP Foundation has been very active uh, to try to help the some of the hard hit uh, areas across uh, across the globe and and Asia. Um, as well as just HP itself um, um, donating whatever we can, which is mostly around uh, you know IT equipment, uh, laptops, uh, printers, uh, to try to help um, uh, areas that have been hard hit, mostly in China, but also in other places across uh, Asia, like like uh, Southeast Asia, uh, India, and and to a lesser degree uh, some of the other areas uh, in Asia. Um, also around healthcare, right? I think you've seen a lot of the, the sort of the news around that. Uh, we're utilizing some of our capabilities, mostly around 3D printing, uh, to to uh, to create uh, more ventilators and uh, face guards, shields, all kinds of equipment that is uh, necessary for the frontline uh, workers. And that has also been a, a huge effort um, on HP side. And, and finally, it's the education, right? We're all um, you know, we're all isolating. Um, in most places, there's no schools or education systems are shut down. Uh, so there's a lot of work that HP is doing around uh, uh, printing and learning <clears throat> at home to, to allow families and parents to have access to materials, um, both online content and offline content in order to help with the education. So I think that this is some of the stuff that, that we've done from a community perspective. You, you, you have the, actually the links um, uh, in in the slide, which you can look later, you're you're out, uh, you're absolutely free to click on them and and see if you can access information that will be interesting for you or for your families uh, as well. And this is across every every country uh, in Asia. So I, I want to touch also a little bit on the um, uh, maybe Ellie, if we can go to the next one, a little bit around how we're supporting uh, our customers and partners, and um, as as we touched also in the in the board meeting. So. Um, so, so obviously, there's there's multiple ways that that you know um, uh, that this support is is needed. I've I've had a chance to 
to talk to many, many, many of our customers. I, I, I obviously I know many of the people on this call, and uh, you know I've I've been on uh, video calls and phone calls with with many my my team as well. Um, it's really you know some of the calls are are very heartwarming on things that our you know our customer and community is doing. Some other calls are are heartbreaking. Uh, uh, as far as the situation, some of, some of you are under as far as a uh, you know uh, ability to run and continue to run the business, and it's um, and and I I, I completely understand uh, the situation, and we're at least on our side trying to do as much as possible to support that with with the means that we have, right? Um, so th these are sort of the four key things we are we're looking at uh, when when we're looking at the, this area of support, uh, both of our customers as well as our channel partners uh, in the country. So one is supply chain, and this, this is obviously very important, and uh, you know, Dan might touch on that as well later on. Uh, we need to make sure that you're still receiving everything that you need. And when we talk about supply chain, we talk about downstream and upstream. Downstream being from us to, to you, to, to your doorstep, and upstream is how these supplies get to us here in Asia, right? So there's there's been massive amount of work to make sure that the supply chain does not get disrupted, and I'm I'm happy to say that so far we have not seen, uh, with with small exceptions, we've not seen any disruption uh, to to the supply chain, and we do not expect any any disruption to any supplies, consumables, uh, uh, or spare parts that that you guys might uh, might require. Um, the second is around sort of how we manufacture, all right? Uh, which is which is also a big issue, and uh, you're obviously doing the same in in your in your uh, factories and and uh, and businesses. Uh, we've moved to, for example, from two shifts to three shifts to create more social distancing to lower the amount of people, and uh, uh, we've obviously implemented the the, the health measures uh, in order to allow the factories to continue to work. And I think in most cases this uh, uh, this this is working well. Obviously, in every country, that depends on where we're manufacturing. For example, Singapore, which is a big manufacturing hub for us for for inks and and parts, we have to abide by the local government um, regulations, uh, and that is the the top authority. And then below that is the HP's regulation. So in some cases, um, uh, you know, production levels have have gone down. But again, not not I think to the point that this should be uh, an issue um, for for us uh, uh, moving forward is with with any parts or or consumable. Okay, uh, the the third would be um, uh, really around the support operations, and that that has been a huge huge issue. Uh, how do we get people, you know, between countries? Uh, how do we support, uh, you know, uh, when there is a problem at a site? Uh, and uh, and we're we're such a mobile organization usually, and that has been something that uh, was was a big challenge at the beginning. Um, it's still a challenge, uh, but we are trying to utilize all kinds of tools that we have. I mean, you're all familiar with the Print OS. Um, I think it was quite a visionary thing a few years back, uh, and and I think we're we're seeing the results today. The fact that our entire install base, more or less. Uh, uh, is connected to PrintOS, allows us the ability to do remote support, to access video cameras, and 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 uh, and, and quickly respond uh, to anything that's happening on the site. We have, you know, predictive care that actually sees the problem even before it starts. So that has been really uh, that has been really uh, helpful. 
um, and and you know we're definitely uh, utilizing more and more uh, these these capabilities. Um, lastly, we we have come out with guidelines. This is this is more you know in the broader HP sense. I would say personally from from our side, uh, HP uh, Indigo and PageWhite side. Um, obviously, we're trying to help <clears throat> with the biggest thing, which is cash flow. Right. Uh, this is no secret. Uh, obviously, many of you are suffering to to different degrees. Um, um, around you know the the fixed cost variable cost um, you know our our costs as well have not have not changed we we're, we're still holding on to the same amount of uh, people and resources and and but we are trying as much as possible to to support uh, uh, those those fixed costs and see what we can do either from a financing perspective from a supplies perspective uh, service cost a care pack cost and and so on so um, uh, this is this is done at a country level. Uh, we're consolidating this at a regional level, and uh, and and I'm sure most of you have have access to to you know to your local teams, uh, your local HP teams, and and of course if there is any anything that is not being communicated, anything further that is needed, uh, please uh, contact your your local HP uh, person or your channel partner, and we're trying to consolidate all this. And, and provide the best support possible. I mean, you can imagine we're talking about hundreds and actually thousands of requests from around the world. And it's just, uh, so it's, it's, um, it's, a big, uh, it's, it's a big effort, but uh, we, are, we are completely committed to this. So, so this, Peter, I think is uh, sort of um, four or five minutes on, uh, on, on, on this, uh, this topic. Yeah, yeah, no. That's uh, that's really good good insights uh, for the audience to to understand. Um, so perhaps we sort of uh, shift gears a little bit and say, okay, so this was all on everything that sort of transpired on the inside, right? So you went from mobile and were sort of confined to 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 your homes in different locations. But yeah. um, what are market trends and dynamics that you've seen develop over the last few months? And and do you have some insights on how the differences per country per region? Tell us a little bit about what you've been seeing. Yeah, so th this this is also a very interesting um, question. I mean, and you know, while while a lot of us are dealing with uh, the here and now, uh, how do we survive? How do we weather this storm? I think we also understand that we're, you know, at some point this will be behind us, and we will be in uh, sort of day one of recovery. And how do we position ourselves um, in the best way to do that? Um, listen, there's so much unknowns right uh, the same as uh, the same as what you guys know you know we know uh, we are working with government relations in different countries we're working with uh, outside uh, sources uh, um, to to get information and try to understand what this recovery is going to look like right uh, th this is actually a nice uh, model that uh, dan has been uh, using um, looking at sort of six uh, uh, ways that this uh, uh, recovery might happen with sort of the top three being uh, 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 positively impacted areas or industries uh, and what's going to happen to them now. And then the bottom three are uh, industries or segments that have been negatively hit initially and how they're going to, how they're going to react. Um, now there's a lot of, again, a lot of variables, um, uh, but uh, but I think it is the right, and, and I saw this came up with a lot of questions uh, from the community. Uh, I, I still think that it's good for us to take this information and try to get the best assessment that we can on what's going to happen and, and try to prepare for, uh, prepare ourselves uh, for that. 
So if we go maybe uh, Ellie to the next one, um, and again, do not use this obviously as a, as a blueprint to anything, but uh, this is uh, uh, just sort of our assessment, generally speaking, and, and Dan could probably touch on that a little bit more. Uh, we've seen our labels and packaging business positively impacted, right? A lot more labels uh, digitally printed, a lot more uh, uh, flexible packaging uh, in most of the countries, whereas the commercial business has been hard hit, right? Uh, of course, the photo business has been hard hit in India and, and, and elsewhere, uh, general commercial printing, uh, direct mails and so on um, has, has been significantly impacted. And we see this across, but by the way, not just across Asia, this is similar to what we're seeing in other, um, uh, other regions in the world. The question is, how do, we, how do we assess the recovery, right? And again, uh, this is our best assessment. It could be different uh, in other places. Um, we're, we're seeing uh, some interesting trends, right? Um, uh, for example, we are, uh, take labels and packaging, for example. Um, uh, trend number three uh, is, is where we are seeing a spike and we're actually expecting that spike to continue. Okay, uh, in the sense that uh, some of your customers, right, some of the ecosystem, your, the, the brands you work with or the customers you work with are seeing the needs for short runs, for, you know, the quick turnaround times. And that is not going to go away. I, uh, we're, we're estimating that a lot of these customers, your customers, right, our customers' customers, um, are going to understand and see the benefit of this so when this spike is not going to go back down and it's going to remain so uh we're, we're probably going to see this in the labels and packaging market in india we're estimating something similar in southeast asia and to and to a certain degree in in uh in greater china um in other places again our estimations right is that these the, the in the commercial side these dips in some cases will fully recover again our assessment for china I'm not talking about time frame. This could take a year or two years, but but we'll fully recover. In other places, it might it might not fully recover. For example, Australia, um, mostly because a lot of the things we're seeing now in COVID had situations in Australia that were happening before, right? Uh, market trends that were already in place, and COVID maybe just um, uh, made them move faster. Uh, but th this, this is a, a little bit of the assessment we're doing, uh, Peter, uh, to try and understand what the world is going to look like moving forward. And, and obviously to try to make sure that we're providing you guys the right products and solutions to, to support whatever that world is going to look like. No, it's interesting to see these differences per, per, per sub-region uh, and, and development. Um, Sort of a, a level deeper, right? So how how have customers responded? Um, uh, what have you seen customers actually do, uh, acted um, um, in these in in the past couple of months? What have things that have stood out for you? Yeah, so it's so it's it's really been inspiring, and and you know we we've collected a few examples here, uh, but I, I have to say, and I, I mentioned this to to the team in a in a message I sent a few days back. Um, you know, I had so many times where I was on the call with a customer, uh, you know, with one of you trying to strengthen your hand. And I came out of that call feeling stronger uh, because of, you know, because of the resilience of, of this community and, and uh, really proud of this, uh, uh, of, of what we do. I, you know, I say this almost in every VIP event. I, I, I love the print industry. I think the print industry in every single country I visit is always such a, such a grassroots 
uh, salt of the earth community, very connected, very uh, nationalistic, right? And, and it's amazing that it doesn't matter if this is Japan or China or India or Australia, it's always the same. Good people that are very connected to their communities. And you can see this now. The first ones to jump and try to help um, are, are, are the print service providers in, in these communities. So I've just, maybe Ellie, we can just show a few uh, ideas. And uh, as, as I meant, there's so many that I, we couldn't even actually put it in the deck. Um, I'll, I'll be happy, Peter, to, to share with you guys the, the full list. And I, hopefully it'll give uh, some people some nice ideas that you can do uh, in your countries or in your community. This is just a nice example, uh, sort of heartwarming example uh, from the Netherlands, from your neck of the woods. Um, and uh, because of all the isolation and mostly the senior citizens that are stuck and cannot see their families. So this uh, uh, company has made placemats that is made up of pictures of the family members, right? And it was, it was a huge hit. It was, it was covered by every media out, outlet uh, in, in the Scandinavia uh, areas. And uh, again, just, just a nice touch uh, that really, that, you know, where this company really understood what the problem was and quickly, uh, you know, using their, obviously their digital uh, Indigo equipment was able to respond quickly to that. Um, another idea, this one is from France, uh, obviously the face shields. Uh, I know many of you have been doing it. Uh, many of the Disco board members have been, uh, you know, uh, tooling their their uh, facilities in order to create uh, face shields and protectors. This specific company not only made the face shields; they were using the mosaic technology to to create uh, portions of it in order to personalize it a little boy, a little bit more, uh, give it a little uh, uh, difference as far as a sense of what what you're wearing. Uh, instead of the you know the black and white uh, the standard black and white and they're offering this uh, online uh for for people to order and they've they've had a huge amount of uh orders on that so just another example um this is a customer uh that you know well uh uh nito printing uh, tom and, and mark uh who are obviously uh part of also part of uh, big members of dscoop here in asia uh, this is their online uh, web to print uh, a company called Glee Printing. So they've made these fantastic uh, colorful face masks on their uh, Indigo 12,000. Uh, I mean, the picture says everything, right? Uh, having this on your face rather than this, uh, you know, uh, green or white uh, mask, uh, it, oh, you can almost see the smile underneath the, uh, the mask. So this, this has been great. And they've been basically giving this away uh, to, to medical facilities in, in the Philippines. They, they've been doing a great job there. Um, what's next? Again, another, another great, uh, similar to maybe to the first one a bit uh, from, from Belgium, but on personalized decks of cards for your grandparents with the pictures of your, uh, of your, of your kids or your grandkids on it. Uh, I've seen various versions of this with uh, uh, magnets for, for the fridge and, and you know, pictures you can put up. Uh, but some great, great ideas of of, of our PSP community uh, just quickly reacting to um, to the need. And these are all commercial printers, right? Uh, so th this is uh, commercial printers that uh, that are doing this. The next one. Uh, so this sort of jumping, of course, to labels and packaging. So labels and packaging was a different world because the demand was was just tremendous. 
for, for more labels and packaging. Many of our customers in the different countries were actually deemed as, uh, as, as uh, necessary for, for uh, and they, they didn't even close a shop. Uh, we're seeing a lot of short runs. Uh, we're hearing customers that have been getting more than a thousand requests per day for smaller SKUs, for multiple SKUs, shorter runs, and turnaround times that are just unheard of, right? Within hours or 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 day, or a couple of days, and the the list here is very long. Uh, many of uh, many of these customers have some of them are big, some of them are small, but have responded in an, in an amazing way, in a way that actually they've received uh, awards in their different countries for 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 being on the front line and, and responding quickly. And I think the, the, maybe the last couple of uh, examples, again, this is a, another, this is from the UK, uh, a customer called Baker Labels. Uh, what they've done is they've taken something that everyone is now using, uh, you know, those, wherever you are in whatever country, I don't know exactly how they do it in India or in China, but here in Singapore, they put these yellow little markers on the floor of, you know, where you can stand from the social distancing. So this company said, well, you're going to have to do this anyway, you know, might as well do it in an interesting way. So they put these fantastic uh, stickers. Uh, it looks nicer. Uh, it conveys more information. Um, actually, they have a, 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 a QR code that links you to the comp, to the online shop of this store. So it, it's even a marketing, a little bit of a marketing uh, uh, element here. You know, great idea. Easily done in in Asia if if we want it. Uh, just just a nice thought. And the, the last one, uh, Ellie, if you can go to it. Uh, you know this company very well, uh, Hershey, the, the Hershey company. Uh, they've been working with us for, for years, very creative uh, company. Um, on the left side, they've done a campaign, uh, you know, for, uh, uh, for, for the uh, women's uh, organization uh, and, and sort of to show uh, strong uh, uh, females in, in the different industries. And on the right, this is a campaign they just started a few weeks ago. So they changed the name from Hershey to Heroes. And they've actually uh, donated 15 tons of chocolates to the frontline workers. This is in Brazil, uh, but I think they're they're going to launch this across the world uh, to show their you know their uh, respect to to these uh, frontline workers that have been you know brave bravely putting themselves on the front line. So some great ideas. I, I could go on, Peter, on and on. I mean, we we have such an amazing community. It just uh, it, it just you know. Yeah. Uh, we should all be proud uh, that, that we're part of this industry. Um, yeah, and I'll share all of this with you guys. Yeah, no, I agree. No, no, we've we've seen many, many of these examples, and uh, um, you know, that's that's been quite quite spectacular what people have come up with also in 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 supporting local business and uh, and frontline workers. Um, switching gears a little bit and and bringing Dan into uh, into the fold. So you know. You know, we've seen how from 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 macro to 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 micro how it's how it's affected HP and and, and customers, um, but this happened also in in the full launch of the uh, of the new portfolio. So, you know, Dan, question for you: I mean, what changed in the approach from from HP uh, towards customers and uh, and the market? How, how did you adapt? Thanks, Peter. Yeah, so uh, absolutely, it's uh, it's definitely a, a changing world, and we've all had to adapt. My, my team's uh, responsibility, by definition, of the name products and solutions is uh, we're actually responsible for the full product lifecycle. Uh, so uh, we're, we're a fairly remote team, but in my team, we have uh, 
segment managers, we have product managers, um, we have solution architects, and we have a, a training and development manager. So our job is uh, bringing products to market, but also making sure that we're running events. Many of you would have been to the VIP events that we hold in COE, uh, making sure that our country teams are all brought up to speed and, um, and also that we're educating our customers where we can. Uh, like you say, this, this was a big year uh, for us and um, Drupa, uh, part of the journey to Drupa, there would have been the pre-event in, in Israel for the VIP event there, uh, and then Drupa itself. Uh, actually, what happened is it, it was literally some people had already flown to Israel when it finally got called off. So th that's how quickly we had to sort of kind of pivot on our, on our ideas and what we were going to do and, and change our strategy. Uh, I think it's important to note, and, and, and Iran mentions this uh, quite a lot as well, but <clears throat> Drupa is obviously a, a stepping stone for us, but my, by no means was it the end game for us in terms of launching new products. And those of you who know HP Indigo know that uh, we, we launch products and, and inks and things uh, fairly regularly uh, from year to year. But, but this year, of course, was a, was a big year. So we had to then think about how do we now, uh, we're still on this journey. Uh, the, the climate has changed. We still need to get the awareness out there, but our, our methodology and our approach changes as well because uh, obviously we're launching our new products, but we're also wanting to work with our teams and our customers uh, and, and try to show other ways of growth and things in, in a time like this. And I think these, these pictures here kind of uh, epitomize where we are now. I think it's fair to say we're now in a, a very much a, a virtual world. Um, Six months ago, I never thought I would have seen images like you can see Korea and uh, Japan, China. You can see the live studio in the top left-hand corner there. Um, we've, we've almost become like a news broadcasting uh, company and, and GBU have been doing many things as well. Uh, but I think the other important thing here is, is the middle picture you see up there, which is something that, that was done in India and something we'd like to do more of as well. It, it's not just about the product. It's, it's about... Um, what are our customers and our employees seeing at a time like this? And, and India did something very nice where we had a motivational speaker. And I think these group have done some similar things um, as well. Uh, so we have to have a full rounded approach. I, I must say that the feedback initially, we thought, how, how do you take what you would have done over a week face to face in Israel and condense it into to webinars? And, and we've had many webinars over a, an extended period of time. A lot of the feedback is actually we see a lot of engagement uh, and we get two to 300 plus on a lot of our internal calls. Um, on the China uh, NPI launch earlier this week, we had uh, nearly 6,000 people live and another 4,000 people watching the recording. So it's over the reach of to, to 10,000 people. Uh, we, we, we have recorded sessions for everything much like we're doing for this so people can go back to it and they can rewatch it and they can ask questions. Um, we've had to relook really at how we do things like uh, our demo center because obviously people can't come uh, to there and samples and, and such like. Uh, so we now have full virtual capability there. <coughs> um, right now, as Iran mentioned, we, we have limitations on who can be there. So uh, we only have sign off for a certain amount of people at a time and they're rotating. But from a continuity point of view, we still try to make sure that we have that uh, ability there as well. So. Uh, yeah, so very much in a, a virtual world, um, but I think we've still managed to deliver the message that we wanted to, and then at the end, I'll cover some of the uh, sort of the webinars that we're doing for customers and things as well. So, Alina, if we could go to the next slide. So, 
I wanted to maybe uh, deep dive a little bit more into to what Aram was saying. And as he, as he said, when, whenever we're looking at what the market's doing, we have to, nobody knows exactly what's happening. But I, I thought it'd be interesting to share a few maybe insights of, of what we've seen. So I think sort of the, the, the high scale mega trends, we're, we're seeing uh, an accelerated demand for convenience uh, and, and online uh, and time to market as across commercial and across labels and packaging. Um, we've certainly seen that our GCP customers, again, as Aran mentioned, have been impacted uh, more than the labels and packaging. Uh, and as you probably saw in, in a lot of the, the, the verticals that are served by our, our commercial customers, like travel, uh, luxury goods, hospitality, uh, restaurants, uh, to name a few, um, they're, they're kind of the areas where we see a longer term uh, recovery going there. Uh, however, we have heard that uh, those who have probably fared better, and this is actually in photo and in commercial, are those who have had the web to print capability uh, and automation there already, because people who are sitting at home in more of the consumer world have actually uh, still been able to order in, in some circumstances, not to say that that hasn't dropped off as well. Uh, but one of the things that, that we're trying to do as a, as a team, and actually I know there was a question that came in about someone had asked, can you help us uh, learn more about how to print labels. And, it, and it's certainly something that uh, my segment managers are currently working on a program to how can we educate people for more cross segment diversification? So how can we, we're in a fortunate position where we have this HP Indigo technology, which by definition is very flexible, can do multiple substrates. So how can we help educate people in different things that you can do, going back to what Aram was showing, where there's more of a, a demand there. So. Uh, that's something that we're hoping to do. And I think it would be in more of a phased approach. So uh, obviously you don't expect somebody who's a commercial printer today, tomorrow to be a fully fledged, have a label department, but what can we leverage with the capability that you have now? Um, and how can we take small steps into that sort of diversification? Um, similarly with the photo segment, uh, and, and in India, we have a very strong pro photo market and uh, the travel and weddings sector has obviously been impacted uh, in, in quite a large way. Um, uh, and we probably uh, will see social distancing and things coming for a while. So big events are still going to be impacted. So another uh, area we're looking at is how do we help diversification with, with these customers as well? And, and maybe going to more of a consumer photo uh, book. Uh, and I had an example, actually, my photo segment manager told me the other day that uh, in China, one of our photo customer, our commercial photo customers, in in the month of April, uh, through through online or web to print, actually increased their demand and, and did five million uh, B two impressions in one month. Uh, so so shows that people are still out there and the demand is still there. It's about how do we position ourselves and our, and our go to market. Um, the labels is has probably been the strongest uh, segment over the last three months. Uh, has shown year on year growth. Uh, and as we saw from the market trends, uh, many of the verticals that they're addressing, sort of groceries and online healthcare and things like that. Uh, um, and there's a stronger requirement for quick and flexible turnaround. Um, and then finally, flexible packaging, which is still a very exciting uh, segment for us, has, has also shown some growth. Still in the early stages of conversion to strong uh, traditional print. Um, we see uh, a lot of the co-packers and things that we that we talk to many of the, the, their customers or their brands that they deal with are kind of boutique brands, over 50% of them uh, serving online. Uh, and again, going back to those mega trends, there's this real demand for the quick turnarounds, time to market and, and the flexibility there. 
Um, and, and interestingly, many of those co-packers don't uh, have a lot of knowledge of, of digital and, and the benefits of it. So uh, we're, we're trying to do a lot of uh, brand sort of engagement there. And then how do we try and drive some of that volume to our, to our customers as well? Uh, so Alina, if you could maybe go to the, the next slide. So I also just wanted to touch on very, very quickly about um, some of the events that we've been doing. So I mentioned, obviously, GBU put together a sort of a live launch that we did uh, <clears throat> probably a month ago or so. And, and we're now entering, and some of you may have been on them, a, a series of, of live events. Um, we've also been trying to think about how do we educate uh, people in terms of some of the capability they have. And Alina, if you go to the next uh, slide. Um, so, so for many of our customers, uh, uh, and it was touched on earlier around the, the strengths of uh, PrintOS and, and the remote access it can give us, and for many of our customers who have been forced to closures or skeleton crews and have employees at home, we were trying to think of a way of how can we uh, do two things. One is, while people are at home and, and maybe have time, how do we talk about maybe different ways or efficiencies that we can gain in our business? Uh, Alina, if you could press the next two as well, sorry, just to bring that. Um, uh, and the other one is how can they leverage what's available to them to maybe have a bit more ability to communicate remotely uh, to the printers uh, that they have in their manufacturing. Um, so, so many of you are probably aware we, uh, we launched all of the billable apps that are available through PrintOS uh, as open and free of charge, so no subscription required until the 1st of August. But but it's one thing doing that, but the, the, if you don't understand the value or know what it can bring to your business, then there's, uh, it kind of stops there because you don't know how to utilize it in the best way. So, so Stephen and Dennis, and the two solution architects in my team have uh, been working very hard and then they've already done seven webinars uh, and we've reached over a thousand individuals uh, over that time uh, and really taking pinpointing different parts of the workflow and, and and really trying to show live demos and, and how can these type of things be uh, utilized. Uh, and they're now scheduling part two. So uh, please, please keep an eye out for that. And uh, hopefully you'll see those coming into the, the diary over the next few weeks. Um, next slide. I won't spend too much time on this and, and hopefully some of you managed to get onto it, but uh, <clears throat> we're also doing uh, our customer facing events from, uh, from Israel. Uh, and obviously there's four different uh, uh, sort of segments we've broken down into commercial labels, flexible packaging, folding cartons. Uh, this week we've already had the first sessions for, uh, for all of them. Uh, so talking more about the market in, in each of them. Uh, we then have coming up uh, and hopefully you, you had the uh, opportunity to register for them more talking about high value applications and, and uh, in each of the seg segments and then productivity and, and automation. Uh, and then there's also now been a session in, uh, added to the end. Alina, if you could go on to the next slide. Uh, so the, these are some of the dates. The, uh, the, the sixth was the, the first one. Uh, we had the uh, one for the folding carton and flexible packaging yesterday. Uh, we have a uh, second session for labels and commercial coming up on Wednesday the 20th. So that's uh, next week. Uh, and then the week after we have the uh, flexible packaging uh, on the 26th. Uh, and then next slide. Uh, you also see the, uh, so we've got the final labels and commercial on, on the 4th of June. 
but also on the 10th and the 18th, we have some live virtual Q&A sessions uh, with Alon Barshami. So uh, I would encourage if you, if you are able to get onto it, it'd be a great opportunity for you to, to ask some direct questions of Alon and what he's seeing worldwide of the industry and in the future for, for HP as well. And there's a good opportunity uh, there. Uh, and, and finally, one of the other areas certainly is, it's fair to say we don't necessarily know how the brands will react uh, and what the new normal will be for the brands and their approach, but we certainly uh, anticipate um, smaller runs, uh, more SKUs, uh, quicker turnaround. Uh, but Victoria, who's our, our brand awareness manager, is also putting together a series of webinars. I think the first one is, is coming up uh, very soon. Um, where we'll talk more about uh, how do we talk to brands at a time like this? What, what is it that they're looking for? Because um, that helps drive the solutions and the things that we can also do for that for them. And we're, we're going to do some regional events with that, but also there'll be some local events in, in countries. So, so watch out for that coming up as well. So I think uh, with that, that, that covers off uh, what we're seeing how we're approaching it and some of the things that are coming up that hopefully would be relevant uh, for, for you guys as well. Yeah, yeah, no, really good stuff, uh, Dan, from, uh, from you and your team. Um, another question had come in before, which is more or less, uh, again, like a, a, a layer deeper underneath what, we're, what, what you were just sharing. And that was a question that was asked, how is HP managing the supply chain of consumables and services? Well, services you talked about a little bit, but how has it been with consumables and how has that been maintained throughout uh, the past couple of months? Okay, good question. And, uh, and maybe I'll go a little bit deeper on, on what Aran said earlier, but um, it's fair to say that one of the first things we did as a team that, that Aran instigated as a team when uh, uh, we saw the, the COVID situation developing was we, we had a task force team. Um, and it, and it's, it's obviously about business continuity for us and we, we were getting messages from customers with the same, these, these sort of concerns, and I can understand the question. So uh, amongst other things, these were on the list, but it was also things about, uh, like I said, about the uh, COE and how we're managing even uh, from a staff point of view and things like that. But uh, as we mentioned before, it, it was important to manage both upstream uh, and downstream. Um, we, we increased inventory uh, where we could and where we needed to. Um, both in Singapore and if required locally uh, as well. Um, and I think an important fact as well is that many of you may have heard a long talk about it uh, if you were in the live event the other day, but HP Indigo has been considered as part of the essential services because we're part of the supply chain for, for the essential services. So uh, actually, although it's been on reduced uh, staff, our manufacturing has, has continued. Um, so we haven't and, and don't see any issues uh, to date with um, with the consumables and, and the parts. Uh, from a servicing point of view, in countries where we can, uh, we, we ensure that engineers are signed off um, by local uh, governments if required. For example, as we were saying in Singapore, if you're going to work, the Ministry of Manpower have to make sure that they're signed off. And in countries where we can't, we've, we've tried to set up uh, remote servicing. Uh, we've even done some installations via remote support through cameras and things like that. So. Uh, I think that's where Print OS and the cloud ability also comes in. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been a very rigorous, uh, structured re uh, process that we follow internally. Um, not a question that came in for, uh, probably for you as well, Dan. This was a question from one of our members that wrote, 
Uh, we'd like to start exploring label printing without the need to install on the machine. Can you provide us some training on that? And you mentioned this a little bit before, that's something you're working on. Absolutely, and uh, I'd, I'd be interested to, to get the contact details of that person and, and maybe we can work with them on exactly what that looks like. Because as I said, it's, it's an area that we as a team have certainly identified as, as an opportunity for our customers. Uh, and and we're, we're, we're at the early stages of it, but we would really like to be putting together a program that can help with exactly this. Excellent. Um, another question maybe for you, Oran. Um, you talked a little bit about the trends and the developments you've seen across the region. Uh, here's a question from one of our members that says, how is HP able to support us after the lockdowns are lifted? We do not foresee business coming back immediately. Um, I mean, you talked about that a little bit in, in some of the trends that you were highlighting. Yeah. Um, but do you have a bit of anticipation about uh, uh, timelines? Do you see some regions bouncing back faster than others, for example? So, so first of all, again, we're, we're trying to be as uh, sensitive to the situation as possible. You know, some of the some of our customers, some of some of the PSPs out there are, are significantly suffering. Um, uh, you know, using savings and uh, from you know trying trying literally to to survive the the storm, right? So so the first thing we're doing is trying to see you know how we can support. I mean, at the end we're 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 sort of just a vendor, but uh, we want to see uh, how much we can help. Um, we've as as Dan mentioned on the you know on the sort of this task force, we have a we have a team put together just for that, just just to collect. Um, any requests that might come in, any, you know, and it could be a, a wide range of, of financial support, uh, support with the uh, uh, services and, and uh, supplies and so on. And we're dealing with it really on a, on a case by case. And e even when, you know, India is, you know, back and, and, uh, and China is back and Japan is back, uh, uh, what we are seeing is that the business doesn't you know, it's not just opening your shop again, it's that the business has to come in as well, right? And what we've learned from China that was the first to reopen is that while 97% of our customers are back to work, we're only see, we're seeing a, a lower level of, of print volume, right? Uh, and I, I assume that's going to happen in other countries uh, as well. So, so that, that's the key thing we're doing. And again, I'm just stressing if, if any of you have a any specific uh, request, we're going to try to deal with it really on a on a on a personalized uh, basis. And, and please uh, contact uh, you know sort of your local teams. Um, the, the second part, which is more, I guess, uh, uh, Peter, where where you were taking the question, is sort of what's next, right? So um, so for us, it's 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 a combination, right? It's short term and and longer term. What what can we do short term? Um, in short term, for me, would be in the next six to twelve months uh, to help uh, to help uh, you know PSPs transition into something new. I think the example Dan gave around PrintOS is a perfect one. We've we've seen a tremendous spike in the use of PrintOS. This is something that we can do tomorrow. Right, photo customers that are now printing more than they did before because they've utilized web to print uh, capabilities is something we can do quickly. Um, to to teach a GCP customer how to do labels, that's a little bit more difficult, right? That's that's something that uh, I would say is more of a mid long term, right? To to transition a fully offset uh, uh, customer that hasn't done digital before into digital, that might be something that would take a little bit longer time. So we're we're sort of trying to divide. You know, based on the inputs we're getting from our 
customer base uh, to look at things we can do immediately, short term, and then also in uh, sort of longer term activities. And has there been something specific? Have you seen um, um, like some customers planning something that has surprised you um, in this in 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 how they sort of plan their exit? On a daily basis, and and I I mean it's it's just the the resilience of 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 this uh, community is is unbelievable. I I again I, I haven't worked in every segment of the every industry vertical but the fact that we have customers who are on a day-to-day -day doing uh business cards and then they were able to transition uh within two weeks to making uh protective shields in australia right i mean that's that's unimaginable right that's 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 a level of adaptability that i i doubt many industries have right so so for me that has been you know a uh, that has been a positive um, uh, thing that I've seen uh, again and again, um, and and I think this is you know it's not the strongest that survives, right? You know you know the old uh, saying, right, by Darwin, right? It's the one that's most uh, able to adapt to the changing environment, and and I think this this is what we need to continue and and focus on uh, in the next uh, few weeks. Every customer in his own business. Uh, and what I can assure you is myself, Dan, and our teams, we, we are going to be 100% supportive of this in, in uh, any way that, uh, that you guys see fit. Very good. Okay, a couple of more questions that have come in. Um, here's a question that goes as follows, and it's either for, for Dan or you, Oran. The situation in China is getting better and better. In the second half of this year, what activities and publicity will you be planning in China? Um, so let me take a crack at it, and then maybe Dan, if you want to add. So I, I, I think Dan mentioned uh, this this incredible webinar we just had. Uh, what was it? Two days ago, right? Uh, with over ten thousand participants. Ten thousand participants is a number that uh, not the little graphics business, even HP as a company, doesn't get ten thousand participants in an event. It's it's uh, it's unheard of. Uh, I think there is a there is a hunger for people. To, to, to learn about these new technologies, to learn about exactly the, the previous question, Peter, right? To learn about what's, how do I do things differently? How do I actually come out of this uh, disastrous period right now in a better position than when I came into it, right? And, and that, that is going to be a key thing for us uh, in China. Uh, by the way, not just China, everywhere, right? I, I assume this, this question is about China, but it's, it refers to the whole region. As, as country by country starts to recover, we're going to try and, and support with as much programs. Uh, you know, our China teams call this, a, they call this a China stimulus program, right? How do you stimulate uh, the business back? Uh, and, and we're gonna do something similar in, uh, in the different countries uh, to, to help our, our customers um, ramp, back, ramp up their operations back to where they were before and actually even go beyond that with the new technology. That's going to be our main focus. I don't know, Dan, if you want to add something on that. No, I think, uh, I think you, you covered it all there, Ron. Great. Okay. Here's another question from, uh, from Enda. Hey, Enda. I hope you're good. Uh, Enda writes, we're seeing a surge in interest in Web2Print and surviving COVID in a non-face-to-face -face world. 
the need to be online is more than ever now. I think you guys were both mentioning that as well. Uh, how can we educate and fast track the knowledge to our customers? I'll, uh, I'll take that one uh, yep. if you like. Um, yeah. So uh, a short, short answer, Ender, which is maybe uh, we, we should take that offline and discuss amongst ourselves uh, the best approach to that. And you're right, and we mentioned it before. It's, uh, we've, although everyone has suffered, we, we've seen those with the web to print, go to market <laughs> model, uh, at least have access to their customers at a time where people are, can't go and do face to face. And I think it's a, it's a great question. and. Uh, that you and I maybe take that offline and have that discussion. Yeah, I would also add to that uh, and uh, give us a call because you know we're we're educating our our members on a, on a weekly basis as well. Of course, yeah. We're hosting all of these sessions, and uh, that could be a great way to uh, to to team up and um, and educate the uh, the audience. Yeah. Um, here's another question. Um, well, a little practical questions. How do we get access to the past webinar recording? If I would like to share with my team. Um, we'll be posting it, uh, hosting on dscoop.com and we'll, we'll communicate to the attendees here as soon as that's live. Um, so that's one we did. Uh, challenging question for either one of you. What do you suggest to photo customers in India with the wedding season in crisis? Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll take a crack at it. I think both Dan and I sort of mentioned that. That's probably the the most extreme example, right? That we can probably give. Uh, you know, we we have such an amazing and healthy uh, photo business in India uh, for many years, and the wedding season is the pinnacle of that. Um, and now, you know that that's that stopped, and and for the foreseeable future. So, uh, you know, I I can only imagine. Um, what impact that has on the you know on some of our customers and i'm i'm definitely not the authority as far as uh, how how best to run your business but i i would say it's it's more of what we've just seen in the past hour um it's it's understanding that it is what it is right this this isn't changing right it's it's going to take probably a long time until weddings are back uh to the level that they were and the size that they were in india and, and other places and big events as well, not just not just uh, weddings. And and it's just sort of a mindset of saying, okay, it is what it is, let's accept it. Now, what can we do differently? And, and I think Dan mentioned a couple of examples of photo customers today that are actually doing more volume because of their web to print or uh, B2B, B2B2C type activities. Um, so that that for me would be sort of the, 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 the key thing there. I don't know, Dan. Um, um, I, I think yeah, you mentioned it there, and, and, and funnily enough, we actually uh, just had a, a call with the India team to discuss exactly uh, this. But I think I, I touched on it before, and, and I mentioned the customer in China where uh, they're a photo customer, but they're focusing more on consumer photo books rather than the professional wedding albums. And, and it's been mentioned a few times uh, on, on this call but around the web to print capability, and I'd certainly suggest. If you're not doing so already, then maybe look into how can you, you're in a fortunate position where you already know how to think print photos, that's what your business is. So it's about just changing your business model and the customers that you're serving. So uh, I'd certainly recommend talking to your local team uh, around uh, what opportunities there are around web to print and the consumer market. And I know that they're, like I mentioned before, we're doing at a regional level, they're also talking about how, how do we help to educate our customers and, and bring them on that journey. So uh, 
certainly reach out to your, to your local team. And I, and I think also, Peter, maybe as, as you mentioned before, maybe as part of the community education that you guys are running, it might be good to just share, you know, good ideas across different people in the in the print uh, in in the photo space. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's actually I uh, just need to look it up because it, it funny you mentioned that community. So there is a few few comments that were made as well while you guys were talking. So Denver uh, from Janus International in India, a label printer, actually just wrote. Uh, around the, the topic of photos, he said, "There's a lot of nostalgia. People sitting at home going through a lot of old pictures. Yeah. Know, maybe make yeah, make photo exactly. albums and um, and also uh, pictures of the kids growing up, uh, one or two for each year. You know, there's lots of ideas. There's also people taking a lot of pictures now, what they're going through and creating exactly. uh, something. And maybe great people idea. have more time. More people have more time on their hands while they're at yeah. home, potentially to be able to, to do yeah. that." Can finally get Absolutely. through their their stack of digital photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there was one last comment, and I know it's we're we're hitting the top of the hour, but someone just wrote in the in the chat to us. He said we transitioned from indigo cut sheet to label and packaging five months ago, and we so far have seen a lot of benefit. Right, so they have made a, made a shift uh, into that. Um, so unfortunately, that would be all we have time for. Um, I would say Dan Oran, thank you guys very much for being open. Uh, if more questions come in, uh, we'll follow up on that. Um, I'd like to then hand over to Motomi to get us out of here. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Peter. Dan Lauren. So um, just as we finish off, please help us by finishing a short three question survey as, uh, as you close the window, because we'd like to hear from you what you think about today's session and what are the topics you'd like to hear from us. So if unfortunately we didn't get to your questions today, please send them to my email myoung at dscoop.org or hello at dscoop.org. Or if you want to connect with someone, some other printer or some uh, partners online, uh, please make use of our dscoop forum. It's open 24-7. So thank you everyone for joining, um, especially for Dan and Oran for um, taking off time you know, to join us today. Of course, it was a pleasure. Very, very insightful. Thank you all. Thank you, everyone. Stay safe. Stay safe.